Hello, mate. How's it going? You all right? Uh, not bad. Just uh, trying to keep my mind occupied, you know. Well, yeah, it's hard times, isn't it? So it is. for, for anybody that doesn't that doesn't know, if you've been living under a rock for the last decade, this is this is Rob's story. He's uh, he goes by Just B, aka half of HB, um, former Makina MC, now Grime MC and rapper. So what you been uh, what you been what you been working on, mate? Because I know you've been you've been grafting hard behind the scenes to get this uh, this cheating death single out, and uh, you're working on a Makina mixtape, if I'm right. I am um, we with the Makina like EP. Um, obviously, I released the first one, which was at Halloween, which done amazingly well, more than I would have even expected at the time. Ninety-one thousand views. Uh, I just dropped it as like a sort of like a freestyle video, but and that was it. At first, it was only going to be the one. I had the beat sitting on my laptop for like ages. Had it. Aye. It was sick and all that, but obviously, just forgot about it. <laughs> and then what one day I stumbled across it again and I was like, What I, why have I not done out of this? So obviously I wrote wrote the bars and that and then just went and shot the video, dropped it on it. I think it was a Sunday afternoon, midday, but dinner time on a Sunday. Mm. And then it just went mad online, just crazy. Because you went and still get I write every, every time I see it, man. I I go and share it. Like every, every like people say, like every time it comes in the news feed, there's there's like they're just they're just uh, share, like it's it's mad. It's just one of them, innit? So I mean, you filmed that at um at John Anderton's tattoo studio, well, Frank Anderton's tattoo studio, didn't you? Is that where it uh, was? Aye. It was. I I'm trying to think of like what what happened that day. Like why did we randomly film? We might have organised it. I think he might have been tattoo winners or something at the time, and we just decided to do it. I like the pictures he's got on his wall. Aye, I think aye. that backdrop kind of makes the video as well. It does. It does. I really. I. It's like, like it, it rather than just a plain random sort of wall or anything like them pictures make that video. Yeah, man. So, like, I mean, Halloween, like, that's that's your most viewed tune on Spotify. It's your most viewed uh, video on Facebook. I mean, he, Rob uploaded this Halloween freestyle to his personal profile, and it's got ninety-one thousand views. And how long has it been up? It's been a oh yeah now like but it gets shared every day <laughs> at least. So I mean like, like got, I'm you've... sure I got about five shares, maybe ten shares yesterday. Aye. Which is mad for it being out so long, like and it's still getting viewed and shared, like Right. Ah, it's crazy. Nearly two thousand times I think it's been shared, so mad. <sighs> so I mean it, like... like you see though, especially for me on Facebook profile, it's not like had any ads or out it's just like aye. literally my personal organic. facebook profile uh just literally organic aye. so i mean like you've got you've got like roots in in like makina because you were like an mc when you were younger um so i mean what was like because you like i've seen videos of you on youtube i'm not going to tell anybody what you were called in case you don't want people to see but like there's there's videos of you on youtube and like the, the, the technicality then when you were when you were just young you were like 15 six, like 14 15 16 year old and like like it's just it's just crazy so i mean what was how was the the transition between makina to like to rap because i mean it's is it easier to slow down or is it easier to speed up um for me personally i think the faster is easier for me sometimes i find it harder to to rap slow right i think that all depends on the beat as well like like if it Mm. just brings it out you're like passion and emotion and that you can just go on for regardless of the speed but i find it easier to memorize and spit faster for some reason all right. Like That's as soon what... as I've wrote fast lyrics, memorize, like practice it a couple of times, it's there. It's in my head. It's it's locked. But sometimes if that bit slower for some reason, I, I struggle a bit more. Yeah. Which and everyone's different, but 
that's obviously yeah man i mean with with, me. with makina with makina like i mean i know like not every not every word that you say is like a, a lyric that like comes from <laughs> i mean it's, it's like, like uh, you, you, that's filler and that's like bits that just like kind of fill in fill in the gaps uh, so i mean was it did you always have an interest in like actual like lyric writing or was it more like the mc and like the the kind of the energy and like the hype and, and all um, that, like, i think i've always been sort of like into rap like from years like being introduced to like biggie and tupac and stuff like that back in the day like is when i first heard stuff and just was just blown away by like and constantly listen but it was something i never ever pictured myself doing like Really? Like when I first said I would have never thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be Aye. on stage rapping and in, in a few years' time or whatever. Nah. Because back then you, you you never seen it in this country, like I never even heard of any UK rappers or out like that when I was a kid. And mm. and when I did see anyone, it was just like other people's like big brothers and that rapping in American accents and that. Aye. And it you just obviously could never take that serious. Like mm. it was more funny than like Although we did listen to it, like, but you know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. So, I mean, you have got like a, a sense of authenticity behind your music. You refuse to like kind of change your accent. You refuse to like kind of, ah, you just, it's just, you're ashing through and through. You're the ashing underdog, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's good that you've, you've stayed off, like authentic and you've stayed like original. But, I mean, I've thought that like the only thing that's stopping you from like hitting the mainstream is is the regional accent. I mean, your your lyrics must go over people's heads that aren't from the northeast. Like, you must, you must, you must lot, find th- that like. I definitely. I mean, I think not not everything I put out like that. Like, obviously, some of it yeah, can yeah. be like quite universal, but st- and then some of it is like super localized at the same time. Yeah. So it just depends, like. Because like so, even like we said with that Halloween one, like that is references and that, but that one's kind of universal. It's just like life in it like anywhere mm-hmm. whereas yeah, i'm trying to think of a track like maybe he's given i like maybe vinnie jones is a little bit localized even though it's done well and that's people from america and that's how listen to that but like i bet you have the stuff to have to do now what it is aye they yeah, just I like because like it. it sounds good you know what i mean and it's it's had a good visual and stuff so it's good yeah, but like I remember when I, I was doing, I was I, I was doing the lyric the lyric video for Cheating Death, and I was literally I had to put yeah I had to put the video on like zero point two five speed so I could like write the lyrics <laughs> as they were coming up. So I mean, uh, like the the technicality and everything people people often overlook. Are people that aren't really interested in, in rap and interested in grime, they'll often overlook the fact that like they actually say like like in terms of like the faster tunes like Cheating Death, like that verse in Cheating Death when it's like uh, nobody running could be a competition uh, that bit like it's 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 crazy uh, and like. <laughs> I like I, th- I think it does I think it does go over people's heads so I mean like how do you reckon because I mean like your, your music's obviously developed over the years since um since stories above like it's in l- lyrics from the villas one two and three like the newest uh, the newest EP like I remember when I bought it off you when you came and dropped it off in the car like I put it in my mom's CD player and the first tune of villas returns the first tune I like I was like mama you got you still got me you still got your CD in there I wasn't like I was just I thought it was one of her CDs because I was uh, expecting it to be like heavy, heavy grime, you know what I mean? But like, like the direction that you took in that EP, I think it's like, it's it's not better. It's not new, like it's not better than your other material, but it's more accessible. That's what that's what I reckon anyway. Yeah, like definitely, yeah, a hundred percent agree with you on that. I like. With, I, th- uh, with... I think it was just like obviously just trying to maybe experiment a bit more with a sound that I actually like. Um, not that I didn't like the other stuff, but I think this is more me, like. Mm-hmm it's more of a mixture of the stuff that i like and um the stuff that i can do so it was like a combination 
Yeah, and the, it's a collab. It's like a collaborative EP between you and Sonny. So like, Sonny's a guy that ma- yeah. like, makes all your beats and stuff out for, for that. Um, and you brought Neo, like one half of Any Dons and uh, Kush Noodle yeah. on board. So I mean, what made you pick those two artists out of every other artist in the Northeast? Like, like what is it about them that you rate? Um, I just think I'm both sick of what they do. Like, but the reason I chose them was because well, as soon as I heard that beat for the one for No Hustle, which Neo's on, I just yeah. could hear him on it, kind of thing. Right. And it was straight away. It's like, oh, I need to get a verse off him on this. Like, and uh, obviously asked me did it. Um came and recorded it in Broadwater Studios in Gateshead, which Kush Noodle did as well. And um, it was the same sort of thing with that. Like, I had the beat for um, no, no, no Love Left, and then I was like, I could hear Kush Noodle on it, like, on a hook on that, mm. straight away. Because uh, I proper rate, like, him, and I was like, oh, I need to get him on this tune, like. Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely. Like, it works really well. Like, I was really surprised to see you, like, you're collaborating with Kush because, I mean, he is great at what he does and you are great at what, but I just never saw he's together. And, like, uh, it's that sort of crossover that, that's, that's, that's really interesting that, like, kind of puts that, puts that EP, like, head and shoulders above, like, other, other EPs in the area and other releases in the area because, like, it's like, uh, a collaboration. And with Sonny as well. So, I mean, you've worked with, you've worked with DJ ADS, you've worked with Naughty 40, and you've worked with Sonny. I mean, who else, what other producers have you worked with, like, on, on, like, projects? Um, a lot of the beats are actually on the HB albums and a, a few of the like lyrics from the villas was the guy who I met online called Taji Beats. Right. Like he made Old Friends, he made Overcast, he made mm. Villas Again, he made That Smith's um, Heaven Us a Miserable Now, or he made Carry Me. Like a lot of the beats are from a, a lad called Taji Beats. Right. He's from like down south and I, I literally just randomly discovered him on like YouTube or something. Nice. And then like I found him because he's Carl Maxwell. I found him on like Instagram or, or Facebook or something. I was like, "Oh, is it alright if I use this beat?" And he was like, oh, "Of course." And then like ever since we've we've sort of been in contact and like he sent stuff my way and like I've got beats off him and that. But that's mad. Like you can just but he's got like you... mad taste like in it. Like that's how I I liked them because he had mad taste sort of like myself. Like the old friends beat was like obviously a sample from Simon and Garfunkel's old friends. Right. And like, I was banging a Simon and Garfunkel over my whole life. And I was listening to them tracks as I heard that, like the old Simon and Garfunkel stuff. And I was like, no way. I think I might have looked for like a hip hop or grind sort of remix. And then mm. that's how I discovered the old friends. It was on YouTube at one point. He took it off, obviously, when we got it in that. But yeah, yeah. I, because he had a similar taste. He was, he was sampling all the stuff I liked. And then. Um, you have got like a quite a diverse diverse range of like like musical influences and musical taste like you're like queen you're like you probably love queen uh you're like little people oh, i love queen i uh, <laughs> like you listen to all sorts and like listening to your music if you put like if you put halloween on you would never think that you listen to the smiths like you like you would never think that you're like morrissey and that like so i mean <laughs> Like John O'Ramsey, like I put a, I put I put a post out earlier like a call out where people can like ask you questions and John O'Ramsey asked um let me just get the question up word for word. Two seconds. <clears throat> so he says, with you having an affinity with quite sad, melancholy music like the Smiths, Morrissey, Lil Peep, etc., why is it that you decided to make the punchy, aggressive rap that you do over something more in line with the philosophy of those artists? What made you go down like that route style-wise, like the grime route style-wise? Um, I don't know. I think it's just because obviously if I come from sort of like MC and McKean, and that's all that we had here. Uh-huh. Like, that was the only scene that I knew, which was around here. So then that's when I was drawn to that to do that. And mm. then, obviously, I've mastered being able to 
flow fast, the punchy rap style, like he says. And then, but like, I can't sit away. I probably can't sing a bit enough, but I've never really tried. I've never pushed myself to go and do it in that direction. I mean, it might happen in the future. Like, yeah, because I like, I, I am really up for experimenting and trying different sounds and that now. So you might hear something like that in the future. Right. I'm looking forward it's to hearing that. That would be good. It's just a mu- like if your voice is just a muscle at the end of the day, like everybody can Wait, sing. That's it, you know? Like of you've course, just got to find you've just got to find your voice. So I mean back to like what you said about like Makina and like and rap and stuff up being the only thing that like you grew up around. So I mean like I like I know you cuz like we we like grew up on the same estate and that we're, we're from Ashton um which is uh well, I mean it's it's all right now but it was it was it was naughty in the in the 90s and the uh, 2000s, like, like through the years it's obviously changed and that, but it, like you say it was kind of bad back then especially in Norway wasn't it <laughs> Aye. it was Mad. um like some of your lyrics are uh, like the streets are filled up with the waste of potential sitting getting baked on the resin and that like people are just people just it's a sticky area like people often like, Aye. Because like the way I put it, the way I see it is like I'm not gonna get all political on that. But when the mines got shut down, they they just oh, ripped the they ripped that industry out and they didn't replace it with anything. So they just left people, left people here to just to just starve really and just like the, there was no. That's the I, only thing no that was, that's, that's the only thing that was skilled in. And like what they've done is they've raised they've raised their kids and they raised their kids as kids to be, to just accept that that's how things are around here. And just like, I would have to just say that attitude, and that's still people kind of stuck in the past, like clinging on to the sort of mining culture of the community, and that like, yeah, like there's still a lot of remnants of that in the in the area, and it obviously like with stories from like family members and things that you even see. Like I'm sure we've discussed in the past, like them coal sort of windows on the back of the walls in some of yeah. the like estates and that like stuff like that. But obviously, that was like the golden age of like around here of Ashen mm. and that Northumberland and that was then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It and was. Then, and obviously, then it just... when all that happened, when all closed and that, it's just like a decline. It's sort mm-hmm. of like everyone shares the same like community mindset of like just kind of giving up in it. Like people don't uh, care anymore. And like that comes through in all, in all of your music. Like without a pot of pissing, I couldn't make an investment. Like there's, we had nothing. Like I grew, like we uh, grew up with nothing. You grew up with nothing. Like everybody around here. And I think, like I mean, we've spoken before about Jamie Evans. Like he's an artist that yeah. I went to school, that I went to school with. Like a, just a, a, like a young artist is our age. And like he came from Ashton. He went to the same schools as us. And like me, you, and Jamie, and a few others. Like even Cash Davison. Like people like that have have deliberately decided to to make something of themselves and get out instead of just like being a sheep and just doing what everybody uh, else is doing just get a job go and go and work on and like a power station or like just like low skill jobs i mean that they are they, it's skill a skill there is a skill in it i'm not i'm not saying it's, it's well, a low skill job it's what it is isn't it's it? not a, it's not a creative out it's not a creative like nah. um, pursuit and like i like it's just we want it more we want it more than uh, people that that haven't that haven't had to work and haven't had to like kind of go through all this all this rubbish to get to the point that they're at um yeah so like like what you said about like you, you represent like your music is like a voice for all of the people that like us so like so i rep ashton newcastle sunderland i rep washington teesside northumberland i represent everyone who is vulnerable around here no one's living comfortable like that's that's a, <laughs> that's a lyric that's a lyric from from one of your tunes you know what i mean like uh, and uh it's, it's just great that you're giving a voice voice to our generation because people just people nowadays like especially rappers because it's so accessible to be a rapper people just rap for rapping sake they're just i mean that's sit. it like back in the day if you couldn't rap you wouldn't rap would you but now no. you say a lot of people and obviously with the whole 
DIY do it yourself. People can literally make it themselves now as well. Yeah. Whereas one point that that wasn't a thing either, was it? Like, I like I remember not when as you were... much as it is now anyway. Yeah, I remember when you were sending me, you, you sent us messages for years, and I, and I still feel guilty about it. I, I, I mention it every time I see you, but like you were sending us messages for years, and because there was nothing around here that was like that, I just assumed it was going to be Makina. Sometimes I didn't even open your links because I was just, I was just, I was just assuming. <laughs> Aye, that back it was in the days like... when I used to prop, I spam people, everyone did it. I don't think it now, like, but Aye. you've got to do it, it in the started. beginning, though. That's that's what that's uh, what it's about. And to, like... like, to be honest, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't end up battling enough because. I spammed Chronicle from Words of Weapons. He ignored right. us. I spammed him again and I spammed him again. And then one day he just um, was like, wow, you're sick. Like, do you want to clash on Words of Weapons? And I was like, wait, oh, that's why I've been like spamming you, mate. And then, <laughs> and then... get in. It's just it, like, it, it is about like, just like, sometimes, getting out there like it putting... can be just that chance in it. But obviously, Aye. sometimes it can be annoying for people if they're getting bombarded. It just depends. Aye. You've got to Aye. sort of like get the right audience, send it to the right people. Some people are can welcome sort of messages like that whereas some will just delete your block you <laughs> for spamming them you know what i mean it just depends Aye. yeah man so i mean in terms of your battling and stuff um i've seen i've seen a lot of your, your rap battles and, and that on on youtube uh you've been on uh keeping at 140 is another one that you were on keeping at 140 words are weapons and there's a few others that i've seen, I've seen well me and, me and blitz clashed on don't flop but i think it was on that keeping at 140 sort of an umbrella under don't flop or whatever but it was a don't flop event in newcastle i mean yeah. blitz clashed on me and I mean, people often you know, like people that consume like battle battle raps and 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 the, and the content on YouTube. They just see two people shouting at each other and like kind of dissing each other and seeing, <laughs> seeing like, Mars and Slag and that, <laughs> you know, that sort of, that sort of thing. But I mean, like you say, like you were sending them out, and that guy was just like, "Do you want to clash?" Like so, it's like it's not so much like you you're you're clashing because you hate each other. I mean, there, there is there is certain aspects where you do that, but like it's, that is the odd grudge match and stuff, you know. But like most of the clashes I've done, I didn't even personally know the people. Or the yeah, the yeah. only thing I had was like a link of their music, and it's like, oh, this is the keys to who yeah you're gonna be clashing on this date. You have X amount of weeks to write yeah. six twenty four bar verses for them, and then just turn them on at the end. But we used Aye. to pick the beats as well on on words or weapons. It was like you pick a beat, they can pick a beat, and I'll pick the third. So it was like then you get the beat oh, and you right. just saw right, and that's how that worked. Oh, that's good. Like that's good. I mean, like the best the best bar that I heard you say was, uh, "Here, man, you look like Mickey. Here, man, you look like Mickey worthless with AIDS." <laughs> that was the yeah. best. I was I just had this, I, just, I wheeled it straight away. I was like, uh, "Yes, it was, it was madness." Like was that. Mad, that, like, that that whole day was a madness. Like because that was yeah. the first clash I ever done. Like that was what was that like twenty thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. Aye. And um, I that was through Spam and Chronicle that first clash, and it was like, oh, you're gonna be clashing this guy from Bournemouth, and I heard him, and I was like, oh, he's actually sick. Like, so I was like, it's not like I'm just clashing some like, right, someone who's shite really, and he, and then like, so I did proper like, just sit in in my room and just write and write and write and write bars. Yeah, and you can you kind of let what they say go to like go to heart because it puts you off, doesn't it? Even though I have I have before like, ah, I bet, like it's it's nerve wracking in itself, man standing Aye. in front of people because one slip up in it and there's like however many people just staring at you Aye. Aye, i bet um like you can tell like you're uncomfortable like in the situation like if you if you're if you're like oh shit so i mean in terms of in terms of the battles that i've seen you do it's mostly like people from like a bit further down isn't it like people from like leeds and manchester and like down further down the country like the the, the most local clash that i've seen with you is the one with you and blitz and like i haven't seen many clashes since i mean there's been diss tracks back and forward but there hasn't been like actual clashes Uh no i think that's that i mean i could be wrong like but i haven't seen many local people clash each other like no there was an event a while back where 
Have you ever seen Henders? H-Man, he, he blitz, uh, uh, clash blitz a while aye, back did, as well. Like, he was getting right up event. in his face with his broken hand. Aye. Uh, crazy, but that was a good good event. Like, but you never see many local clash events. Like, it'd be good to get it back on the go, see some people get on against each other and that, like, wouldn't it? Should we make it happen? Aye, I reckon we should. <laughs> Shut the production clashes. Aye, right. Got beef. Aye, <laughs> will happen. Aye, uh, so I mean, like, uh, the the battling and stuff, do you think because you had roots in, like, Makina and you were used to that kind of aggressive style of, like, kind of battling, and, like, not battling, but you know what I mean? Like, it, like it was, oh, it was it's all about the energy. Do you think that helped you with the battling? Eh, uh, probably. Aye, definitely. Because uh, um, even though, like, you see, like, with Makina, if you're on the mic with someone, like, if it's just someone random and there's two mics, you're trying to be better than them, you're trying to out-MC them and, like, yeah. see all your best stuff and then, it is a battle in itself that, like the old school grime clashes and that, you know, they weren't really saying much against each other. They were just spitting their best lyrics, trying to outdo each other rather yeah. than direct sort of personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like it, take, it takes a lyricist, it takes like a true lyricist to actually write things with research. Like, you've, so you've, you do your research on someone oh, and like you've definitely. got to like, yeah, man. You have to become a bit of a stalker, like sometimes, especially if I haven't got much like online, you have to pro- scroll through and that. I uh, go through the family members and all that sort of shit. Uh, Looking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through that four albums from like 2012 and that. Aye, uh, so like back to back to Henders, like because obviously you you released Stories Above in 2012, then the B side, and then uh, HB Perfect Storm was in 2015. So like there's like there's the Scotchies misery and. Ashton underdog like and like yes yes it's it's crazy like we've had this conversation before where you say when you're on stage you're, you're like you're kind of trying to outdo each other and like it's the the, the bouncing off each other that kind of makes you like, that, ener- that energetic raw energy duo that you are i definitely i think even when it comes to actually writing tunes where we're h man it's like we're bringing the best out in it of each other i think 100 yeah. percent because obviously we're trying to like it's it's fun enough and it's it's class when we're right together on that but it, it does bring the best out because we're trying to like outdo each other and like we're sure oh look I've got this verse it's just not like ooh I'm going to have to write something good now because you've just like spat that float like right. 100 million miles an hour and shit like that yeah so I mean but it's fun it's... like and obviously we're writing a new album now and it's if we've got that buzz back you know what I mean we're, we're, we're on it now because so. Henders Henders kind of dropped off for a while didn't he he kind of just like disappeared I, I, like... I think he just I uh, just for, for his own peace of mind I think he just yeah yeah so it's, it's good to just get away from it all for a bit you know hundred percent, I agree. Like, so, like, it gets too much sometimes, doesn't it? Especially like when oh, you're, when you're an artist and your like, people are expecting you to release and people are expecting you to put like to be gigging and all it, that. Like, and then you've got other people just giving you crap online and that. You know, sometimes it's Aye. just not worth it. You know what I mean? Nah, definitely not. So, I mean, how did you meet? Because he's from Sco- he's from like Scotchy and you're from Ashton. Like, did you meet online? Did you meet like at a gig? Like, um, was, what was the crap there? No, if I this might not even be the full truth, but this is what I can remember. Right. I had dropped the video like back when I first got into like grime and rap up here when um there was a channel called like what was it Redemption Clothing like RC fifty and it was just like freestyle videos and people yeah, like yeah. spitting in car parks and stuff like that, you know, just mm-hmm. bars. And I had went to the Arches because that's where I first started recording with Fridge Man who used to work there. So the um, Arches for anybody that doesn't know it's like I think it's the youth the youth bit at the at the Sage where they basically teach people I songwriting just and stuff. Like, like that. the core music I where you say like Gino Day Rock I had MC on them videos it's the same yeah, yeah. sort of place like uh, I had recorded a couple of tracks there like the first track I've ever done which was that Insight a track called Insight and um, a couple of others and I, I had they had asked us to do like a freestyle so I like did one it was like in the booth like the camera um, 
and he had commented on it saying, oh, this is sick, blah, blah. I knew who he was, kind of. I didn't. But, like, yeah. I'd seen some of his videos and stuff. And then I think he had messaged us, and he was like, oh, we should do a collab. And I was like, oh, definitely. I've got a few beats there. And I had a few beats off um, a lad called Stish, who I think back then was Baron Von Alias. He's done a few different <laughs> right. other stuff yeah. now. But he's a good producer, like, proper sick producer. And um, I sent Hendas the beat, which was the one for On Point. And I think he wrote a verse, or he might have wrote the chorus, like kind of taking inspiration, because on that it was the Just Me, Just Be, Just Two. Aye. <laughs> that whole <laughs> stuff. But like I had that on, on the thing, on the freestyle, what he commented on, and then obviously incorporated that into the chorus of the track. And he, he had just like, I don't know, back then I think it was FaceTime, I think he just sent us like a clip of him. Say, oh, I've wrote a verse straight away. And I was like, shit, I'm going to have to write one now. <laughs> so I wrote my verse, and then like, that was the first time I ever thought, oh, well, why didn't I write half a verse and you rightly like, come off the back of my verse yeah. for the third one? So yeah. it was three verses on the track and then we did that and then we went and recorded it in the same place and I just had like a little studio session there. Like Bridgeman used to help us out back then. He got us sort of like started into it all. Um, we just recorded it and then one of Hendas's mates um, come and done the video. Just yeah. went out of the like backfields out of the lake at the QE2 and that I can't remember I think that's where it was filmed I think it was I it was it was I have seen, I've seen it's it it's like near the lake and stuff you know because um, some, someone put it into their uh, put into one of their disses oh you jump around in fields or something isn't it oh and your music videos <laughs> you're jumping in fields aye that was <laughs> it aye but looking back that video is kind of cringy now to be honest like but you've got to, you've got to start, start somewhere you know what I mean back then people, people were buzzing off that live that track like I didn't particularly like my verse on it that much like it's mm. pretty but you've got to start somewhere at the end of the day like you kind of just start off class um, that track still goes off live you know Aye. when it gets performed like, I, like I mean re- record recorded tunes are like you wouldn't think they go off live but when they're, when they're live like it's, I, it's like, a totally different experience you like, expect you know what I mean Aye. Like, uh, like even No Love Left like when I saw that at uh, when I saw that at, at Beyond when I booked you for the Beyond event, like just like your bars aye, and that, it like, went it was... off. People were loving it, weren't it? Even though Chris wasn't there, people were sing, singing the uh, singing his part. Like and I told them about, and he was buzzing. Right, like oh mate, like when when you and Morgan did No Hustle and everybody was like, uh, what is it? Uh, I was like, we'll jump on the set, No Hustle. Like, like it's just like aye. everybody just knew the bars as soon as as soon as it started. Aye. It was it was. A, I didn't expect him to be there. Well, I did. I, we didn't set it up for him to dive on, but. It was a good opportunity, wasn't it? You know, it went off. I, I think that's why he came, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of jump. I hope I can get on. <laughs> Ooh, no, I smashed the, smashed the safe as at the end, and I'll to be honest. Uh, right. I'll, I'll link the videos and stuff to that at the end. Um, so, I mean, like, the first HB tune that I saw was up here. And, like, was it? That, I, it was I. Um, and there's a bit in it. Good where first tune to see. I, well, definitely right. Right. It was it. Um, and I saw that. And it was like one of the bars is uh, who says we're not grime up here. If you did, then you never spend time up here. Because like people, people always say. I mean, grime originated down south in London, and that. Because, oh, of like, course, I was, of course. But people think that it's, that it's that's that's what that's what it. That's where it has to steer. Yeah, I like I've received comments on videos and that. And sometimes that comments do get you. I don't care who you are. Like you either don't read them or you read them. And I right. I've ended up reading some of them and they just did they get you like there's a lot of the grime and hip-hop when not so much hip-hop more the grime audience are just trolls Aye. proper trolls hip-hop are more not so much like they're just you know they'll speak their mind and that facts and that but 
they're not trolls like the Graham audience. And it was like, oh, you should have just stuck the uh, MC in. You'd even see Skep that jumping on a Makina track. And uh, the funniest thing was that um, tune was a hip hop track. It wasn't even great. <laughs> but anyway, I like people just they, they expect you just to stick to, you know what I mean? That's like saying no one can rap because it sort of was originated in America. So no one can do it. Exactly, and that's true what they say, the nail that sticks out gets hammered whenever you try and do something different because no one's done it before, oh, then it's going to be like, bang, straight down, you know what I mean? Like, of course, I but it's, it's it's moved all the way around the country. There's grime in Australia, there's grime in like Japan. I've heard some sick ones from Japan and that, you know what I mean? Aye. Yeah, Music's man. universal in my eyes, doesn't matter where you're from. 100%, if you've got a passion and love for it, and you do, if you're good at it, why not? I mean, like obviously, Grimes grounded in like the kind of one forty, the fast, the fast paced beats and that, the one forty BPM and that. But it's it's about like a dissatisfaction with your environment, isn't it? Really? Why like, I? Of course. Like, uh, rapping about the streets that you come from and that. So why wouldn't we do it up here? The Northeast uh, exactly. is one of the most deprived it, regions in the UK. Hundred percent. It makes total sense to do it up here. Mm-hmm. I like. I mean, London, like, obviously, the poverty in London and stuff's bad, but the, the, their economy down there is ridiculous compared to ours. Like, it's it's mad. And, uh, um, so, I mean, you and H-Man, you've got, uh, do you, like, you're, you're, you've got that Stay Freezing, Stay Freezing Records where you, like, release, like, you release all your music through that. Um, yeah. So, tell us a bit, a little bit about that, like, Stay Freezing. Are you, are you planning on bringing any other artists on board? Like, are you, try, are you planning on, like, kind of... Um, I mean, I did have, think, like, thoughts about that in the past, but it kind of is just sort of, like, an umbrella now, like, yeah. what our stuff's under. Because mm-hmm. it was just, like, oh, we need to have sort of, like, something there, like, you know, like, because logos and brands stick in people's minds, don't they? So then yeah. when people sort of say Stay Freezing, they kind of just think of me and hand as HP. Um, but I that that was the main I thought to, to have everything in one place under that, and it was like Stay Freezing, which was one of the tracks we're doing, was perfect yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I right, but man. um, I but to get other people on board, I have thought, but it's just one of them things. I'm not like it never really happened, uh-huh. although I have thought about it, but. Never so I mean, I, I mean, one of one of the questions that someone asked, I'll 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 just I'll just lift them questions up again. I'll I'll kind of rattle through them again. Two seconds. Never. So, <laughs> Freddie, I'll, I'll read Freddie's first. Actually, Freddie, George, Nathan. Um, if you haven't checked out Freddie, and anybody that's watching, if you haven't checked out Freddie, my God, check the guy out. Um, trap metal, screamo, <coughs> rap, grime, all sorts. He's amazing, right? So, Freddie. When did you de- when did you develop gills and how did you learn to breathe through doors <laughs> instead of lungs when rapping? <laughs> a few so. people said that to be honest. Aye. To be honest, I think it's just because like a lot of the music I was into, like for, I just love fast fast rappers and stuff. Like I used to back in the day. I still do, but not as much. But I was proper into like challenging myself to like yeah. remember lyrics or like twist as fast as one's Buster Rhymes and that and like certain <laughs> Eminem lyrics and I just I loved it. I just loved being able to flow fast and continuous without breathing. And I think just practicing like like Bone Thugs and Harmony tracks and that when I was younger, mm. it's just helped us. And obviously being able to MC like an hour nonstop to and like that, 180 it's... million miles an hour. <laughs> I know, they're like 240 BPM and that. Uh, um, like... So like I like in in terms of like the breathing and stuff practice like it just it just comes over time and it, it is it is just practice. But I mean, that's it. Talk... You've just got to now went to breathe as well, like. Because yeah. sometimes you might not think I've, I've took a breath, but that's like little breaths in the words, and it's just like breathing control, which is just a skill like you learn, really. Yeah, and um, and with uh, with with us around around this area, we all talk fast anyway, because it's like wait, that's, that's it. We're t- we're, 
100 miles an hour when we're like excited or whatever, you know. Uh, I think it's because everybody interrupts each other, so we talk fast so that we can oh, get the point across there, quicker. Uh, <laughs> it's literally always been the same. It's just like, so, so exactly. I mean, like, with uh, with with Pitmatic, because Ashton, because like, we're not Geordies, we're, we're Pitmatic. Which is uh, uh, Northumbrians really aren't we? But North- uh, North- even Rains. then, it's still sort of um, differs between the towns. Like Ashton's got its own sort of like twangs and slangs, and even just around the corner, at places like Bly, Bedlam, they've got their own sort of like yeah slangs and little twangs at the same stuff. I like with with Pitmatic. It's basically because like Ashton was the biggest mining village in the world at one point, and uh, there was three. There was three. There was three. Three mines here, weren't there? Three pits. Wotan, um, the top, top end. end and somewhere else, wasn't there? Uh, there was uh, just like uh, two Java or three. Straight, uh, there was three. I uh, so like it's like the language that like the the dialect of like the the mine like the miners uh, because the whole the whole town was built for the miners. Everybody talked the same and like like we've been we've been like talking about samples and stuff, haven't we? About like what we're, gonna, what we're gonna put in your music and like the I'll talk like this and the mother's <laughs> talk like this. I <laughs> uh, like. Like I like that but it comes I, through. I like that it comes through in your music as well. Like obviously you do use them kind of like I, slang slang terms. But I still like to, like to think that I like I'm clear as well, and I can project myself and people can understand. Because obviously yeah. me and Hitchman always get the same. Oh, I can't understand what to say. Oh, da, 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 da. but um, then you've got other people who are not even from around here who can understand it clear as a bell. So oh, your delivery like, and your, your execution, everything. So like, one, you, you can't hear. I've it, worked. Like. That's what I've worked on the most to try and be able to um to be heard and understood and as spit as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I'll not record now until I fully can let someone else under understand it. Like the right. guy in the studio, can you understand everything there? I then that then that's that's done then. Yeah. So I mean how long do you usually spend in the studio recording something? Like recording say like say well Halloween. How long did you how long did you spend in the studio recording Halloween if you can remember? However long that um is on for one take, believe it or not. Really? Done that. The first, the first one, I you know the first one that because I re-recorded it in the yeah, studio, yeah. like for Spotify. But the original one, which was dubbed our that video, like because that was just one take. I just went in, done it, and left. And the guy wow. mi- just mixed the vocals to a good standard, so I could do on a video and send it literally. That's not that. Like, which is that. mad because I just sat on it and practiced it and practiced it. So when I went in, I could do it in one take. Like every time you've come into the studio, when you did Bobby Hardbar's one take, when you came in and did uh, Cheating Death one take, it's it's mad. Like it's, you uh, just come in and you're in for like 15 minutes and like, I'm, I'm away, mate, seeing a bit. <laughs> I, uh, it's just the sheer fact that I just practice, 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 like uh, like at least a hundred times. Like I sit yeah. and count them uh, until I can just literally not have to read it. Because back in the day, we did, like I used to read off a book off my phone and that when I was spitting. And uh, I, I'd rather have it locked in your mind, and then it's it's better. Yeah, hundred percent. It's aye. it's more like you've got to have a very good memory, especially especially when you've got so many oh, bars. Like my 100%. god, me! Like like when I was trying, when I was typing, like I was typing out even before I did your lyric video. I just I thought I'd just type out the I typed out the Halloween lyrics, and like I narrowed it off by heart. Now I can spit every bar, <laughs> but like uh, like typing them out, it's like two pages, two pages worth of lyrics. It's absolutely oh, nuts. I, I don't know like, if I've I, got the book here, but it's probably in this book what I've got here. It'll be one of them, and it's like, right. but this is just like a little notepad. So I've got uh-huh. eight pages in that book. <laughs> it's crazy. So like. when you're practicing, it's like, ah, oh. right. So I mean, 
like when I was well, I said before, like uh, one of your bars is I was up I was up at night, no sleep. Uh, up at night, no sleep. I was practicing bars in silence, silence no beat, no just beat, passing, passing the cars, passing the cars. I so I mean, did like because like... you, you said that like obviously you 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 sat on the Halloween. Was it the Halloween beat? Yeah, you sat on the Halloween beat. I like because we're we're done that track making forty, which was what was it? Limitless was it? Limitless. Mm. Right. And like he come down, he had to film that video, and we went out like down the river, you know, like the ones back in there. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to Old North Seaton Colliery, just up there, just because I didn't think I had done many shots there. And that's a couple of good like areas there, and obviously you have to walk a little bit to get there because you can't park there. Yeah. And we came walking back, and he was just like, "Oh, I've got like this Makina remix. I think you might like it." It's the Halloween one. Can you remember? And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to love that, mate. It was like my favourite ever. Aye. And then um, he sent us it, and it was sick and that, but I just didn't dine out with it. Mm-hmm. And, it and then, like, however many months later, um, rediscovered it on the laptop, and I was like, why have I not done out with this again? And I just literally just sat and just read it, and just nonstop, all night. Right. Like, maybe it's the next day, just playing it and just done it. And then I was like, I, I need it. I need to drop this as a video, even if it's mm. just a one take, just me. But I, I think it would come across better that way. <laughs> and then obviously, as we discussed earlier, I just did that Sunday at dinner time or something, just put it out and then went for a Sunday at dinner where uh, Frank signed that in and just had me phone in my pocket, didn't really check. And then like made through, I was like, wow, this has gone off on, on Facebook this year now. It's getting hundreds of shares in like the first hour. I mate, like it's like because like someone asked i can't remember who it was but someone asked i haven't written the name down but someone asked do you rate yourself as highly as other people in the scene rate you um as in like what does he mean like rate like, myself like, so like i mean when you when you released halloween did you did you have any inkling that it was oh, going to do no, so like, well I, like i don't know like what i'm like what i can do when i but sometimes it, i still get overwhelmed by people like when they recognize you in the street and like Aye. want pictures of you and all that and I, oh listen to your music it changed my life and stuff like that it's just because then when you're still just doing normal stuff you know like it's what's what's that word again like imposter syndrome or whatever you like you think I. you think like what like but no i've put in a lot of work over the years so i, I don't know uh, like yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes um, i think i'm the best in the world and then uh, but most of the time it's just you doubt yourself in it Especially when I, it, you get stuck in that mindset, but it's just breaking out of it, you know what I mean? And now that I can do. I, exactly. I didn't want to and sit and wait for things to happen to me. I've got, I, I now, from what I've learned, every time something good's happened music-wise, I've went out and did it. I've pushed myself to go out and just do it. I haven't just sat and expect something to just happen because it doesn't. No. I never will. Yeah. You've got to like, make, make it happen yourself. You've got to go out and just push it. Yeah, man. Shy Ben's getting out. You, you make your own face. I mean, it's, it's what they say, like, but... I mean, like no, in terms I of in, ter- in, terms, that, like. in terms of the ups and downs as well. Like you talk a lot about like mental health in your in your music. So I mean, uh, like, have you? I'm guessing you've had like struggles with your own mental health. Um, in the I, past, I mean, I've suffered with um, anxiety a lot through my life. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I had it, and then like it kind of just went away. Like when you're a kid, you kind of don't really know what it is. Like yeah. it's just like what's what's the matter with this kind of thing. But then mm-hmm. obviously, just grew up and just got on my life, went through school, and it was kind of just faded away yeah but then it's i started like becoming a like a young adult like as a teenager like early 20s like it come back with a vengeance but that was probably through like 
had some deaths like in my life, like people passed away and stuff. And I was, but even before that, like I was abusing like alcohol and other stuff. And then obviously your brain just can't attack it anymore. And then obviously I did suffer for a couple, good couple of years, like, but I just brought myself out of it. I'm not saying that I'm cured, I know, because I'm not. Mm. But like, obviously I just had to work on me, myself really. And other people can help you in that, but I think it is down to you to want to be able to do it yourself, you know. Aye. Start making changes, whether it even just be reading books about, like I read a book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and that, that did help me a lot, just about like being more present, like, because I was thinking a lot about death. I was thinking a lot about things that have happened in the past, things that may not happen in the future. I was never yeah. in the now. My mind was always ticking 100 miles an hour. And um, I and I was just like constantly thinking of it was our negative stuff. Yeah, but man. obviously you've, you've just got to, you've got to want to be able to change. Sometimes it's hard. It's extremely hard. It's not a fast process at all. It's, yeah. a, it's very slow, but... You can't come out on the other side. And I've proved that to myself. So when I do have downs again, I know that I can come back. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm the same. Like I've gone, I've gone through through some things as well, and like it's it's it does it does play it does play its toll. And like when you're a kid as well, you, you put it at the back of your head, and you just forget it happened, and then it just comes I, back. It's it's as you get a bit older, that you know, some of just changes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like in one of your in one of your tunes, it says. Uh, Feeling anxious, so they fill us with prescription drugs. I make it worse before you better didn't pick us up. So I mean, like people are off. Like if you can, like with mental health, especially as someone who can't really explain what it is you're feeling, they'll just pawn you off. They'll just be like, "Here, take these pills." Oh, I, I was on away. a few different um, like drugs, like fluoxetine, which is essentially just Prozac, um, which literally just made me a million times worse than what Aye. I already was. But I like, oh, it takes however many weeks. Like it didn't work for me. I'm not saying it doesn't work for everyone because I didn't might work for work. me either, mate. Uh, and I've had other things like beta blockers and stuff and that, and none of them work for me. The only thing that worked for me was just changing my whole life. Yeah. Uh, mindset and things in your life. Like I stopped drinking for a long time. Like alcohol was a really bad trigger for me. Right. Like anxiety and depression wise, I was like, because I was drinking every day, mm-hmm. every night, every day, waking up drinking and that, you know. Um, but I, that was that was just a change and then start exercising and that and just wanting to change though not like wallowing in self-pity just sitting there you know yeah yeah and like on the on the self-pity thing people like think it's like it's kind of fashionable now with the rise of artists like little people uh, and extension and that i but like that's i think that's why i related to people a lot like little people a hell of a lot because he was he's able to express what other people feel but maybe not be able to see it I yeah. think he was extremely talented at being able to express emotion. Yeah, and man. Just like, I. That's, I think that's why I related to him a lot when I first heard him. Yeah. Like, he reminded us of myself a lot. Like, so. All right. So is that the same with like in Morrissey and things like that? Like, is that why you kind of like listen to that? that uh, of... It is like, I just love all depressing stuff. Like, <laughs> I love, like slow depressing music, but like, I've always liked the Smiths. So just, uh-huh. just, just musically, like I, I just love them. But I, I didn't really start listening to Morrissey solo stuff until recent, you know. Like not recent, but like I've listened right. to the Smiths like uh, most of my life. Hmm. But I never really fancied listening to uh, him on his own. Aye. And then like I started listening to some albums, and I was like, I. 
stone like, I mean, Smiths, but like he's class got, though, you know. You've, you've, you've got you've got like a tune. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Like my God, uh, like. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's, yeah. it's like it's risky as a grime as a grime MC and a grime artist to like to release stuff like that into your catalog because it might, Wait, it might alienate another, some people. One. That's another one coming in all. That's it. Um, right. But it, this will be on the HB album. It was just going to be a solo track. It has got another feature, but I'll not say it until it comes out. But it's like yeah. me, Henders, and some, someone else. And it's on another Smith sample, but this one's more subtle. Right. But it's quite an obscure Smith's track as well to like people who's not a proper fan. It's not like one of their main hits on it. It's like a B-side yeah, yeah. off one of the albums or something. But right. It's sick, like, and that's ready to record. And that's another yeah, yeah. Smith's <laughs> sample. <laughs> look, looking forward to that, man. Looking forward to that, definitely. Let me but just I'm get excited the... to record it. Yeah, man. Let me get the, the, the people's questions. Give me a sec. Yeah, yeah so Claymore asked, how did you find the transition switching from um, MC into Grime? We've talked about that. Um, do you rate yourself as much as everyone else in the Northeast does? That we, yeah, that was it was Claymore that asked that. What is what has been your highlight as a Grime as a Grime artist or as an artist in general? Like a highlight, highlight, highlight as of in, your career, love your like a career, your, like your, your musical life. Um, probably just the spell where me and H man just done gig after gig after gig after gig, just done yeah. shows like constantly. I think it was about the perfect storm era. We shot a lot of music videos, done a lot of a lot of gigs and stuff, and we're just constantly writing. Yeah. But like it's starting to look like obviously we're kind of day shows and that now because of what's happening and that. But the buzz is back now, so we're writing. We're like we're literally just with a track in like a day, just bang, banged it off. Got another beat ready to go, and we've so got the buzz back, and uh, it feels good to be able to uh, a bit of excitement back. The day shows, release more stuff, get music videos done and stuff. Yeah, man. And um, like I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing supporting Devlin and like Devlin rating you. Yeah, rating oh, yeah, I for sure that, that was that was unreal. Like I, that got me into crime was like skip, uh, Devlin gets uh, Kane or Wiley's people like that, and like to be able to actually just like sit backstage with Devlin and just like ask some questions to him, like maybe like me years ago wouldn't just like yeah. spit a few bars with him and that backstage and just sit and have a smoke with him and that it was just. It was kind of just crazy, like something you wouldn't expect. But then he's just the same as me. It's just normal. He's just like, yeah, like people have these um, ideas of what people are gonna be like and that. But no, he was just, just, just like anyone else. Aye, aye. Just another MC who's just, you know, done aye, well. Like, what he what he was going through in Dagenham and that, like in in his in his early years, like obviously it's the same same kind of shit as you. Wait, I of course, like, I. Like if if not if not very similar. So I mean, uh, I like with 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 gigs uh, and uh, with um with Devlin, like he he says that like he kind of he just he, he was just a normal person when he when he came off. He was stood like stood by the stage and watched everyone's performances as well, didn't he? He did, I. That's which just I it's just which was classy you now because sometimes like I've been to shows where the 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 main act the headline just sits backstage and like especially these smaller like ones. I'm not saying it was like a small gig; it was pretty big, but like. Sometimes they just hide away and they want to know what they with, like, got that axe uh-huh. of the, the people there. But he yeah. was uh, proper involved, like, giving everyone shout outs and that, and complimenting them and telling them, giving them right. advice and everything. He was sick, you know what I mean? Ah, right, get in. Mingling nice. with a uh, crowd, and that's good. Aye. Yeah, man, 100%. Um, but that was probably one of, the, one of the better gigs I've done and been to, like, 100%. And in terms of like your early days when you were MCing and stuff, was there a, was there a certain highlight back then? What was your like kind of what did you see as a well, highlight MCing. back then? Aye, what would you see as well, a highlight well, before back I'd then? Before I done grammar out like that, before aye, I was rapping yeah. and stuff. Um, 
probably we've done a few like um, events at the CH. Like I think I, I can't remember who organised. It might have been like Sandy Duff and like some of them people. Um, me and uh, Reese Williamson and a few others like from up here. We used to like MC like constantly, and we got a chance to go and MC with like might have been Stretch and Rock Eye and that like they had on, and we jumped on the mic with them. There right. was videos that probably not. They might they might have them up at the stage or whatever. But uh, I like we, we went and jumped on with them and that and it was like back then that's good. Up, probably ten years ago, maybe it's more. We were probably buzzing like we're on the on the mic, we're stretching that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I like those good DJs on. I can't remember who, but like I know it was a big venue. The stage, you know what I mean? It might have been hall one or hall two. Big mm. stage, big right. sound. You know, tiny yeah, few yeah. people there. Aye. That was actually when I first met the H man, but I never met him, if you know what I mean. Because we right, were yeah, all part yeah. of different like youth groups from like Newcastle and Northumberland and that. And like that's what these events were. It was like different lads from these youth groups like going <clears throat> to the stage and having an opportunity to um MC in front of mm. quite a few people in a big venue. And like he was on before us and I seen him and I, he had like he had proper complex lyrics for like being an MC back then. And I was like watching him. I was like, "Wow, who the fuck's that?" Like, <laughs> proper, proper, I was like, "Oh, nah." Then me and uh, Ruben, <laughs> MC Willie jumped on, and then he was the same. He was watching. He was like, "Wow, who the fuck's that?" Like, <laughs> but then like I never really knew who he was, kind of thing. I, yeah. I, if I seen him, I would like, "Oh, that's that kid who was up at the stage on the mic." And I thought like I didn't know him. And mm-hmm. then like when we're done the track together, he's like, "Oh, you were that kid from the stage, weren't you?" And I was like, "I, were you that? You were there, weren't you?" And he was like, I so like it was just fate kind of thing that would meet again and start making music because yeah, man, since that's, then, like it's mad. That's uh, that's nuts. Um, so someone, oh, kiss a lock, kiss a lock, kiss a lock, kiss a lock. So, I mean, I can't remember who asked, but someone asked on Facebook that says, uh, what is your highlight? What's your like your highlight of your life that's non music related, and what kind of what highlight uh, of me life. No, I like not not so much highlight your life, but what's your biggest inspiration? Not like non musical inspiration. Non musical like inspiration. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, um, spot. I uh, just non musical inspiration. Like, is there anybody in particular just... that's like kind of like supported you and like kind of changed your perspective or changed your mindset? Any anybody that like you've kind of just that's just like put you on the right path or anything else? Or anybody like that that you that you that you reckon is. Nah, I kind of think I might come back to that one. So right. it might click in my mind, but I can't. I can't think of someone right now, non-musical, who's like an inspiration or how pushed is like. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> all the most of them have been something to do with music. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I, I suppose. So in terms of the, in terms of the music, um, do you rate? Uh, so what has been? Uh, sorry, who around the area? Obviously, you've mentioned Neo and you've mentioned Kush Noodles. So who else do you rate around around here? Who else do I currently or just in general? Co- like I just like. Just rate in general in, in the northeast. Like, what other artists do you rate? Um, Freddie's sick. Um, Ronan Clan. I like anything that they put out. Um, Scapegoat. Yeah. I've said NATO. Obviously, I've known him for years, and that I, I, I rate the stuff he does. Um, Rick Fury. I like anything that Rick does. Um. Mm. He was one of the first people that I heard because of DJ ADS because yeah. that's how I really decided to start making like music, like rapping and stuff because of DJ ADS because he used mm. to come to the youth center where we used to MC like every couple of days there and he used yeah. to just spin the decks, but he was just like DJ McKinnon and one day he was like, oh, have a listen to this. 
have a listen to this, see if you can spit on that. And that was that, that is an audio somewhere of me spitting like Makina on top of hip hop. It'll probably sound terrible. Like <laughs> that's from like ages ago. And like he was yeah. like, no, just give it a go, see if you can sort of. But like he showed me like the scruffs, like his group, uh Rick Chatterbox dialect and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then I just went online, started looking, and I was like, wow. But 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 at that point as was when I was buying into grime as well. So I was like, I really probably could do this, like, because I had I was starting to progress with my lyrics and writing more complex stuff. Yeah. And they just didn't kind of fit onto that fast pace. I wanted to actually start making proper CDs and make you know, I mm. wanted to move on a bit rather than just spitting the same rave lyrics you've had for the past 10 years constantly on a different track like that just wasn't the way i wanted to go and i wanted to keep progressing and making songs and stuff so yeah then that happened there but it was fridge man who produced the first stuff for us like and then i started getting beats off ads and people like that but um i yeah man like like obviously rick was rick was like the originator of northeast or northeast uh, like, really. he was the first person to still, rap in his own accent as well of course he is like still to this day like if you ask like oh who was it who's the best or who was it who you first heard it's always like rick or chatterbox from uh, or like gosh trying to see people from dialect back then so they did pave the way like doesn't matter yeah. what people say like negative or whatever they, they did pave the way for a lot of people that want to do it and i'd like yeah. to think that me and h man have because i've a lot of people have said to me that like of this next wave of of like artists from up here we've inspired them to do it which is it's a mint feeling i have that you've actually yeah. inspired other people to then want to start spitting the grime and making music and that yeah man they definitely you definitely are the pioneers in terms of northeast grime um so i mean the 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 goal with with mapped out music is to to basically put music on the map one town at a time so what i want to what i want to do is i want the whole of the uk to be aware of every other part of the uk's music in terms of like uh, northeast grime or like <laughs> trap metal up here or like scottish yeah. scott like scottish music or like irish drill things like that like that that not many people know about and like well that's it because that is scenes there if you look like pe- a lot of people say all oh, that's now but you've just got nowhere to look and then it's underground place, then it's all gonna be there of course and the reason why i think local like kind of regional scenes don't pop out is because Everybody consider them cons- like considers themselves a local artist. Everybody passes the music yeah. around to the same 10, 15 people who are uh-huh. also all artists. You're not putting your music in front of new people. You're not performing in front of new people. You're playing to the same people you always have. You're playing to like other like, bands if, and other musicians. If we're going, if we go back a little bit to what we mentioned earlier, like the whole clashing in like Leeds, Manchester, and like other places. Yeah, that that did help other people get to hear me or like. I put like when I did that, I like when I did that JDZ Spitfire. Like I had to travel down to Birmingham to do the video on that, but like then people heard us from other places. Yeah. Or like when Vinnie Jones the track I did got blogged in America on like Boom Bap Nation or something, which was like a massive page at the time. I think I probably still is, and I was loads of people from America starting to twig on. Yeah, man. But um, I'm not 100 so- percent sure well Scottish fans came from because <laughs> the most listeners at me. My solo, like Spotify has uh, and the H- the HB one, it's all Scotland. Like, yeah, like one of your lyrics is most of me followers are out of towners. Like, ah, it's and... mad. Like, to get supported more from people I don't know. Like, yeah, and I never know. Like, it's a weird thing. Like, I don't know if it's because they think they know you, like people who are your friends or family, or whatever. The, the different share your stuff or the different, you know, the different support as much it's as what, people like... who don't know you. 
it's like what you said. Like they didn't want to see anybody that's doing any better than them. I so what I said, what I said, what I said, what I what I said about like passing the music around to the same ten artists. They're only going to promote your music so much. They're only going to share your music so much because they're artists. So, I, I, mean, I didn't want to say things, he out doing them. You know what I mean? The, I, but I, exactly. then again, like people get annoyed when you don't share the stuff. But I only share stuff that I like. Why would I share something I don't like? Exactly. Like that's another thing. Like people yeah. start thinking, oh, he's fucking thinks he's this and that because I've sent the music one share. Why? Whatever. They've been like it. Exactly. Then that's going to represent the... my taste and that. Like. Yeah. Or if I didn't particularly like it, but it's sick, I would because then, but like, how are you? Kind of like. I've yeah. been in the same position as you have, man. Once you've got to just—it's a funny one. It's a funny one, really. <laughs> so I mean, in terms, of, like, in terms of the battling, the battling obviously put you in front of a room of like however many people. That was like sometimes it was about 100, 200 people in the rooms. What that? I mean, oh, that bigger, first one that was loads. I was—I don't even know how I did it. I was—I had been drinking all day, right? Ah. Being uh, the lads, I went doing right because I was nervous as fuck, and um, we found the weather spoons. I'd had like I'm now. Two for a five on fucking drinks. <laughs> um, I'm that all day because we were we went kind of early. Then got there and I wasn't on to like. I think when I first got there, Grim Sickers was clashing someone. That was when mm. I first ever seen him. Looked through the window and I was like, "Wow, that's a pretty big crowd there." I think he was clashing. <laughs> it might have been a kid called Cannon from Sheffield or somewhere like that. Somewhere doing that anyway. And then I was like, "Shit!" So I had a few more drinks and that. It was some mad bar as well. It was kind of Larry. It was like. <laughs> just stunk of cannabis and all the stunk of green in there and it was just like the atmosphere was quite like aggressive and I was like shit oh, and then it was like right oh just be your next your clash of blah blah in five minutes and I, I didn't know how I managed to just do what I'd done you that do, day you just switch off though don't you like there's there's a few artists that even I've though seen... I was kind of like kind of drunk that was mm. fucking loads of people there like fucking yeah. big fucking aggressive looking geezers and then I just fucking we just went for it like but it was oh, such a such an experience that first one like Aye. Yeah, shout Rayman like and I doesn't I haven't seen him drop so much tunes lately now but sick first opponent like because he's technically really, was, that was, your, was that your first battle? That was the first battle. Like the only one fault I'd have, I didn't project my voice enough. Like he sounds really loud. I didn't know it was due to where the camera was or because like the mic was kind of pointing at the other guy, maybe not me, but yeah. you can't hear me that well on it. Right. Unless you turn it up. Aye, yeah, Could man. be due to me not projecting, but whatever. It was still. I, safe I, I, to be honest, I saw, I, mean. I saw, I saw, a few comments in the, in the, in the, because I dislike every bad comment that anybody ever puts about you, like, like <laughs> straight away. <laughs> and I saw a few comments about the projection, like, but I like the battling thing and going. But it's all, learning, and it's all learning. You can't. Just... Aye, we, aye. I take in constructive criticism as well. Often people. Oh, are of course, too, like that's it. Like, sensitive. I'll always take uh, const- constructive criticism, but I hate trolls, so I just downright. Uh, just Especially really. when it's someone who's local and all, and they just comment on every single video you've ever done. Aye, aye. A load of crap. Aye. Aye, stuff like that, I hate. Just aye, mindless. Uh, so I like, I mean, are you, you're not really a, you're not really a battle MC anymore, are you? You're like more of a, like a. I mean, you know, I would, I would still clash if the, if it was someone like who I would want to clash. Aye. Like, aye, if it's someone decent and then that's going to be like well for me or, or for them as well, like, like, you know, something it's gonna be a challenge. I couldn't find myself just be forcing myself to write for someone now. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so a few, a few more questions, Mark Stacy. Uh, will there be any more video game related songs? Possibly, I definitely. Uh, Might uh, even be a couple of movie related songs, and I'll you never know. Get in because I'm days. me and H man are banging the games like, like obviously Final Fantasy games. 
Resident Evil. Right. Lords. I like them. Uh, and the foot- like, the- obviously, we've got a Dragon Ball Z referenced track from the Super Saiyan one, which mm. I'm buzzing to get a video done for. Even Avalanche, like when he came in, he did Avalanche. Obviously, I, I didn't, I didn't, I've never played Final Fantasy, so I didn't know anything. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what you wanted, but that was like one of these Just bars. Like, what the hell like... are the attacks? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was uh, good, but I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> I mean, that was a sick session, that. Um, it's the first time I like proper spoke to you in like years, wasn't it? I know, because we went to the same middle school, I'm sure. I would do that, Alexandra. Alexandra, I loved that school, me. Did you? Did you? I didn't. Uh, it was hard, right? <laughs> I, I didn't uh, like Ash either, because you went NL, didn't you? Did you, you get Ash I, I did. Did you? I was just never there. Oh, no, because you were older than me, weren't you? I, I keep on forgetting. I, was, like, I think I was a year above you in school. Uh, you weren't born 91 and I was born 93, I so I. Too. But I am. Um, you would have been a year below me, but I never went. I was in year nine and then I just, like, didn't never went. Oh, Sky School all the time. <laughs> I hated that school so much. Smoke tack on the backfield. Pretty much. <laughs> Not the backfield, I just come back doing the um back doing the Villas and Woodbridge and that. I right. <laughs> um just thinking if I've uh have covered everything. Alright, so let's let's talk about let's talk about like the, the, the releases that you were coming out. So you're, you're dropping cheating death. When's that dropping? It should be out in the next couple of weeks, like um Aye, it should be in a couple of weeks from now. So end of uh, May, start of June. End of May, start of June. And then after that, obviously it's just this uh, whole coronavirus lockdown um, has stopped a lot because I would have had loads more stuff recorded because we had a session booked and stuff. But in the meantime, like I, I didn't let it get me spirits doing it now. We've just been writing loads. Like I've been on the phone to uh, H-Man daily, literally, every yeah. day. Speaking about like what next steps and what we're gonna do, writing verses, get getting beats together on that. Like, got yeah. a few beats that uh, we've just getting them. We've got a few that are wrote ready to go. So, right. But with um, the Makina EP, like I've got five tracks. Like I've got two recorded, which is obviously Halloween, and you make me feel so good. Hmm. But I've got another two that are wrote, which is um, both of them have got two features on. And, um, and then I've got another one which is haven't wrote to yet, but so that's five like potential tracks for that. Um, right. But I'm not sure how many I want on it. Like it's just been an in-betweeny type thing. Like I've had it there like before, like Valley of the Ash Trees, mm. but um, I'm not in a massive rush. It's just going to drop when it drops kind of thing. Like, yeah, I've noticed your stagger, whereas, your, your stagger releases. You don't feel the need to over-release, and I think that's that's good because if you release something every week, people aren't going to be really interested. But as soon as someone says, yeah, oh, just, just please drop the new album," I just please drop the trap. I like, just like bang straight on. You know what I mean? I like I never like the day too much at once, but um, but then what I do, I like the day properly kind of thing. Like take me time on it and make sure it's all perfect. Because in the past, I have just put some stuff out which I've probably regret, and then eventually end up removing it because it either wasn't to the stand that I wanted or it just wasn't the way I wanted it to sound kind of thing Aye. but I'll never let that happen now like I always like kind of perfectionist with it now Aye. but I mean whether like creative people like I know like were the most overcritical people that you'll ever meet in your oh, life like, like... Even, even more so now I'm the worst critic ever like because yeah. you're trying to top previous stuff that you've done so yeah. at the end of the day, you're always getting better. You always have to try and top your best stuff. And like, you mm-hmm. think this is better than that? No, it's not. So 
And I but like what you said about like. But sometimes like, it doesn't have to be better though. It doesn't. It's it doesn't like at certain, the time. certain th- I certain things like like waste you could of never potential. Top some stuff like you can never top it. It was a moment in time. You can't never top it. Like exactly, mate. Like, like Vinnie Jones is one of like my personal favorite tracks of mine as well. Like how am I ever gonna top that? I'm not know, because like, it was v- a one-off. V- v- Villas, uh, sorry, um, Vinnie Jones, waste of potential, and like things like the rough. You're early. you early. Early. Uh, like EPs, like it was like 2016 uh, or something like that. I, I was, I, I li- lyrics. But I probably wrote it in well. 2015, maybe. Because um, I wrote the Vinnie Jones track was when the whole like inspiration for it was when Vinnie Jones was flying about Ashton. Now the police interceptors. Can you remember that? No, no, I didn't know why it was called. Oh, can you not? That's no, why. No. I, that, that's why. I, that's what inspired it. Um, because there was a couple of police interceptor episodes. Right. At local. And I was coming out of mine, and he was at the bottom of my street while the cameras and that. All right. Chasing, chasing <laughs> people around on little cars and that. That's what inspired that track. I was often wondering, like, I just never wanted to ask. Aye, that's aye, fair enough. Like, fair enough. I thought it was just aye, like a like, metaphor for someone like that. Chasing people around there doing mine and that. I was like, what the hell? Right. So I, days, that, was, that was what happened there. Get in. So I am looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing what you release. And, um, Cheers for cheers for the take, taking the time to speak to us, mate. Um, Wait, I not a problem at all, mate. Keep 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 up the good work, and uh, let's put uh, let's put Ashton on the map. Hi, definitely, mate. Right, mate. Good to speak to you, mate. Try to do, mate. Ta-da. Ta-da.